listen, if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation. Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. Listening to the sound and admiration, we became entranced and found ourselves among you in the fields where you were reaping. Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. My name's Caitlin, and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. Okay, we're back. It's been about a week and a half or something. We, uh, so. We didn't mean to take a break from the podcast. This was not a scheduled break. This was not a scheduled break, but we have to be honest with you guys. Life has been crazy lately. Um, We did get our chickens. We got the chickens. We got the chickens. We have so much going on, like I'm sure all of you do with spring happening and, uh, you know, days being longer, but... What really happened the week that we were supposed to record was we weren't able to get to the theater for Evil Dead Rise, and then we ended up having to go to a class that lasted 10 hours on the day that we were supposed to record. It lasted way longer than we thought. Yes. So that was that, and then I got very, very sick. You got crazy sick. Crazy for sick. Like four or five days. Yes. Um, so... We ended up taking a little vacation that we didn't really plan. A little, but stay, a little staycation. Yeah, a little staycation. Get some R&R in. With germs and <laughs> Gatorade. But, yeah. you know, now we're back. We're and back. we're going to be releasing new episodes on Thursdays now. Just because uh, that way it's during the weekend. It's easier for us. And maybe, hopefully, it's accessible to you guys or uh, top of mind on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sunday nights uh, in the summer can be... Kind of busy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, we're back. We're here. We're Thursdays now. Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is when our new episodes will come out. And the new episodes... <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> new episodes will also air on Sundown 96.6. Yep. Uh, our new app. Yep, which check you can, out the app. Download yeah, the app. you can download for free. Sundown 96.6 Paranormal Radio is all you have to search. And our new Chillin' episodes will air on Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard if you listen to us through sundown. So um, that is catching up on everything. So we have quite an episode prepared for today. Uh, We'll jump right into it because we got a couple things to talk about. So I guess this is Homestead News and Caitlin and Nick News and just everything news catching you guys up. But um, the class that we ended up taking was a Connecticut-required bow hunting course. 
You guys know that we are bow hunters. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Connecticut, we found out, even if you have a license from another state or if you have hunter safety or any of that, you mm-hmm. still have to take a required, very long, in-person <laughs> class. <laughs> yes. And so now Nick and I are certified, I think, on the moon to shoot archery. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> oh. like, I think we can shoot bows anywhere in the world at this point. For anyone who's not from Connecticut, it's like one of the most strict states about everything. Everything. So when it comes to hunting, it's, you know, everything is turned to the nth degree. Um, and it just it's pretty frustrating, but hey, we're done with it and we yeah. have it for the rest of our lives. Uh, and that's that. And that's that. So we were sitting in this class and we were like, oh my gosh, we have to record the podcast. We have like, we had the goats, we had somebody to come take care of our goats and stuff. But um, it's pretty neat. It was a good refresher on uh, hunting and it's turkey season right now. Mm -hmm. So we're certified for that. And we made uh, venison, uh, chicken, chicken, venison, chicken, (laughs) venison, sausage, uh, macaroni stuff last night from our deer. In this past season so uh-huh. um, also if you if you're interested in bow hunting and maybe you've never done it I encourage you t- to check it out and also if you're just interested and want to learn more we watched last weekend um, Cameron Haynes is probably the best bow hunter in the world uh, he is probably one of my favorite bow hunters he's and awesome. he's definitely a person to look into if you're interested in bow hunting and he came out with a documentary called we once were wolves Mm -hmm. it's on youtube and it's a beautiful tribute to his friend and it's a he goes on a bear hunt and so if you're interested in bow hunting and you want to see kind of what that world is like and what it means to bow hunters because it means a lot to us check out this is no plug this is no paid anything it's just a really beautiful youtube documentary yeah it came out within the time between our recordings and uh it was a great watch highly recommend it yes and and cam haynes for uh if you're interested in archery um and if you're interested in archery you can always just go to cabela's and they'll hook you up they'll set you up with a bow and um you know i think people i think archery is more intimidating than a lot of other things because the bows look very crazy and complicated but Mm -hmm. They aren't, and uh, just like the homesteading, like I've said to you guys, like if you don't know anybody who does it, there's plenty of tutorials on YouTube, and um, you know, if you want to live a, a certain kind of life, then you can definitely teach yourself, and nobody has to affirm it or do it for you. You can do it, and so anyway, that's my little soapbox about archery. But Nick and I can shoot bows anywhere. So, in this crazy few weeks, <laughs> Nick's <laughs> laughing because he loves that sound bite, <laughs> and he loves these chickens. Oh, you, Nick you, is a chicken lover. This has definitely been my push for the chickens, but we got the chickens. All, yes. We got all six of them. We uh, went and picked them up. We ordered these at the end of January Yeah. Uh, to be like ready to lay like hens, like at age of laying yeah. hens. Uh, so, yeah, very excited about them. We got the email like middle of the week. Um, this past week that we had to come on Saturday morning to pick it up and we had to kind of do like a whole revamp of our previous build so we snapped that together like really really quick and when he's talking about build he's talking about the chicken coop 
we we talked about it a few episodes ago yeah, how people yeah. went like virally weird about this chicken coop that we got. Yeah. And so we we kind of built a whole run around it, built all this. Mm. Nick did because I was sick. Right. Yeah. So he's kind of like upgraded it. Um, like kind of based off some people's requests online, which I think were really valid. So uh, it's a lot larger and a lot more secure. And we put a camera in there, we put solar lights. Uh, oh yeah, everything they would need. It's, it's hooked up. Oh yeah. Uh, so super, super excited about about them being here. But so that's been. And we're new to addition. chickens, and like yeah. we got these laying hens because we just didn't want to raise chicks. Like we couldn't at the time, and uh, we were like, "What is this gonna be?" And we just drove. <laughs> This lady just had them in a cardboard box on the side of the road. Yeah. With with yeah. our name written on them. That We're like, it. oh, this is okay. Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, take them. Efficient. Like she, yeah, it was quick. Yeah, I like, I like. It was nice. It. I was kind of expecting like a more like whole like. I thought she was gonna be kinda, like, you know? this is how you hold them. Make sure you clip their feathers. Yeah, the flyers or whatever. Yeah, like, like, or this is where they're raised. This, this is the food that we've yeah, been giving them. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah. Something. Yeah. But she just had she had six in a Home Depot box with the lid closed, <laughs> and she said, "Here we were like, you go." Okay. <laughs> we just put them in the truck and took off. And but took off. Yeah. they're doing they're doing good. The they're, goats are doing good. Yeah, the cat's doing good. The dogs are doing good. Everyone's doing good. Oh well, guys, this cat that we've talked about for so long, and we're just catching you up on everything. We'll get into the spooky, sick, scary stuff in a second. Um, attacked our dog. So Ripley, oh, who is named after Alien, you all know, uh, the movie Alien, she attacked our dog. I thought, I thought she would just run and hide, so I let our dogs just walk through to the outside in front of her. And this girl went so crazy, came at them with her claws out. Like, it was the scariest thing I've ever seen. Our dogs are terrified of her now. <laughs> I mean, she didn't get to them because I threw her off and threw, hit. kept everyone safe. Yeah, but I've never seen a cat do anything like it's it. It's so crazy. She's like a tenth of their size, too. Yeah. But she has. She looked big. She made herself look real big. Yeah. All of the time. Um. Yeah, that's really funny. I wasn't inside when that happened. I was outside with the chickens, but you came out yeah. and you're like, Oh my goodness! That was so crazy! <laughs> the cat almost killed both our dogs! <laughs> yeah. So, we weren't cat people, now we're cat people, now we're goat people, and now we're going to become chicken people, I guess. And these chickens, I don't know if you guys have spent a lot of time with chickens, but they, they're like dinosaurs. Oh, man. They're they my little dinosaurs. I haven't, I know I told you that I would name them all these things, but I can't tell them apart, to be honest, at the moment. <laughs> they all look exactly alike. But they have these prehistoric feet, and they walk around like velociraptors, oh, like with yeah. their necks all turned totally. all crazy. Totally. They're just like the wildest thing. They're so. so strange just to observe. Yeah, we just don't watch it. But them. a good thing, I think for, we don't have like a rooster, there's hens, there's ladies, is yeah. that they don't really make any noise. No, they're so, so mellow. They're so mellow, super quiet. Um, I don't think they've been like tested, so I don't I don't know really anything about chickens. I'm not claiming to know that. But so far, they've been really quiet and like an enjoyable addition. Yes. Really low maintenance, you know? They haven't been tested, but we did catch a giant bobcat on our camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so it could be tested. They could they be tested, could be tested soon. soon. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. But uh, yeah, they've been fun. Everyone's been good. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else since, since the last so time we recorded. So many things, but. Okay, let's jump into what we've been yes. watching and a couple sundown things, and then we'll do movie club and keep rolling. Love it. 
We have been watching Channel Zero, and it's an old show from the Sci-Fi Network. Yes. And... Holy moly. Yeah, anybody who's into horror or sci-fi or both, you would really like this show. It's on Amazon Prime. Correct. Right, we didn't have to pay extra for it or anything. And in the first season, this is all I'm going to say, there's a creature that is made entirely of teeth. And it is the strangest, creepiest concept. Oh my gosh. The whole first season is really good. It's really, really good. Yeah. If you're into... I guess I I tried to watch American Horror Story, the show, and I've tried a couple times, and I'm going to try again, because I know that each season has a different, like, theme, and Mm -hmm. I think, like, the first one was just, like, too heavy for me. Mm -hmm. But um, this show is definitely more... I don't know. I don't know if it's more out there than American Horror Story, but it's more like... I want to say like almost more like cerebral almost. Yeah, I like I feel like American Horror Story is kind of jumpy, a little yeah, like slashery, like intense. This right. show's like more. It's like a really whole concept. So it's like kind of like Stranger Thingsy, but right. not. It's, um, it's really good. It's real. I'm trying to not to give. Yeah, too I don't much want away. to give too much away. Uh, so let us know what you guys think. A few of you did DM me, and you're like, "Oh my god, I love this show." Actually, when I was sick, I asked for recommendations, and everybody. A, a bunch of you sent this me one. this show. Yeah, That's yeah. why we watched it. Uh, we also have been watching... Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> the newest season. And oh my gosh. <laughs> it's crazy. What in the world is going on out there? <laughs> what is happening in Utah? Oh, Utah man. listeners, message us. Skinwalker Ranch is probably my favorite docu-series on television that has ever existed. If you are interested in unidentified flying objects, aerial phenomenon, unidentified aerial phenomenon, whatever they call them now, the, UAPs. The new branding. Um, unexplained stuff like that. Not horror, but just like documentary style stuff. Mm-hmm. You need to check out Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. You will not be disappointed. You will not you be might, disappointed. You might be terrified. Hey, oh, that's the truth. But like, so credible. The, the, the amount of credible people that are involved in this research project is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. It is incredible. It's amazing. And I, I can't imagine that they're like staging it or making it up because it's so much data. Like they see so many UFOs and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, they call them UAPs in the show, but I'm going by the classic mm, of course. title. Um, so many anomalies, like scientific anomalies. And episode four, that's where we're at, mm-hmm. in this season, yes. the newest season, because I think only five episodes are out so far, um, is crazy. That's all I have to say. you got to check it out. Right in. Right into the Instagram. Yeah. A lot of you have messaged me about that show previously, too, and it's just nuts. So... Uh, that's what we're watching, and we had to share that because they're both awesome. Super, super great, both of them. Recommend them. Check yeah. them out. Last bit of housekeeping is that um, Chillin' is now part of Sundown 96.6, which is a totally paranormal, scary radio station that I now co-own. Uh, and you can download our app for free at sundown966.com or just in your app stores if you search sundown966. 
We have tons of cool new podcasts. We have tons of old, cool, vintage radio shows like The Twilight Zone and Escape. Um, we also have a ton of horror music and sci-fi music that plays all the time. And I think this is the coolest addition. We have now added on our website that you can get involved in Movie Club. So we do Movie Club every week on Chillin'. Every week we pick a movie, we watch the movie, and we talk about it the next week. Well now, if you want to send us a voice memo about a minute or less of what you thought of the movie club pick for that week, that's right. you can send it to us and for a chance to be included on Sundown, just on the radio station, and on our podcast on Chillin'. Dot com <laughs> on Chillin' with Cult Class. Uh, so, so you can email that. You can also, what we've also added on sundown966.com is if you go to the contact page and you go anywhere spooky or weird, like we were just talking about Skinwalker Ranch, mm-hmm. if you go anywhere this summer that you think is worth talking about, you can send us a two-minute or less little audio like voice memo mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be fancy right. you can do with these on your phone just under the recording app hit it say what you want to say then send it in we, send it in there's one on this episode yes there's one on this episode one of our listeners sent one in and we were like that is such a cool idea so you can submit if you go on spooky field trips this summer uh you can send us what you think like what your experiences were and if you have feedback about our movie club pick you can now send us audio and you can be included in our episodes so check it out at sundown 966.com also be sure to fill <laughs> fellow i can't talk we're well, 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 working out the kinks it's been yeah, a week. It's, it's been a couple weeks uh follow chillin with class on instagram um, that's where I posted about skipping a week and everything, so you can always keep up with the news of this podcast there. And you can always follow my art at cult.class on Instagram. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Come join the rest of us cryptids around the fire. And we promise not to serve you as dinner. <laughs> Your UFOs in the news this week. UFO search. Retired Navy senior chief not going to jail to report what he saw in Afghanistan. Lawmakers push Department of Defense to establish a secure way for witnesses to report potential UFO sightings. A retired Navy senior chief petty officer said he saw a metallic orb in Afghanistan that's similar to the one shown in the video during last month's Senate hearing, but there's no secure way for him to come forward with it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'd love to tell everything in detail, but I'm not willing to go to jail to do it, said a retired Navy senior chief whose name is being withheld for fear of repercussions. I'm constrained because of security agreements, so they need a way for submissions to be made, he told, he told Fox News Digital. Not having a secure way to report potential UFOs was a glaring oversight in the eyes of two lawmakers on both sides of the aisle after, after All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or 
AARO's April 19th UFO hearing in front of the Senate Armed Services Subcommittee on Emerging Threats and Capabilities. Now, please stand by for your Paranormal News of the Week. For Paranormal News this week, we have a special feature that was sent to us from our listener, Ted. This is exactly what I'm talking about. You guys can send us audio recordings just like this about your field trips this summer, and you can be featured in this slot. But right now, here's Ted about his trip that he took last weekend. We're here in Wilmington, Vermont at the White House Inn where online stories have stated that this historic building may be haunted. So we spent the night here. We talked to Mike, the bartender. He stated that he has not had an experience himself, but he has heard stories of the previous owner, Mrs. Brown, haunting certain rooms in this hotel. One of the owners has stated that she has left a room after rearranging it, only to come back to it being put back to its original state. We talked to our server, Maya, who said there is a built-in cupboard in one of the rooms that opens and closes at certain times when no one's around it. There is also a walk-in safe in the basement of this hotel that apparently a guest was caught stealing in the safe, but no one was in the basement at the time. He was caught by a ghost. basement of this hotel it does have an eerie feeling we did not experience anything ourselves but you can tell something's going on here there's definitely an eerie feel in the air in and around this inn it is a very tranquil and peaceful place but I do feel something is going on here I do suggest if you have the opportunity to stop by and investigate yourself. Reporting from Wilmington, Vermont at the historic White House Inn, I'm Ted for Sundown 96.6. Every week, Nick and I talk about our crazy homestead life and all our outdoor adventures. Follow our outdoor business on Instagram at Nightwalker Outdoors to see our homesteading journey, learn more about the outdoors, and pick up some really cool gear. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this week's movie club. you ever got you always found time for me i can't believe i'm never gonna speak to you again when i was just a little girl i 
Club this week we have a double feature we have two movie club picks because we missed that week of recording so for our first movie club pick we did evil dead rise and we weren't able to get to the theater so our friend from sundown 96.6 big bad daddy wolf is going to give his review right now oh yeah thank you caitlin this is the big bad daddy wolf from sundown 96.6 and i had the privilege to go see evil dead rise at the drive-in that's right we went to the dixie drive-in located in dayton ohio so go check it out if you're close by great great drive-in to go see this awesome movie evil dead rise with sam raimi and bruce campbell's executive producers you know you're in for something good and authentic and it sure was it has the great camera scenes that only sam raimi can be known for plus it's got the one-liners that bruce campbell was also known for so combine that with a strong female character that kicks ass through the whole movie and you're bound for some entertainment. That's right, good, wholesome horror entertainment, baby. You're going to love it. Go check it out. Promise you, you are going to dig this movie. If you like anything Evil Dead related, you will also like it a lot better than The Pope's Exorcist, which played as a double feature at the drive-in. And that movie, well... Let's just say it needs an exorcism itself. This is the Big Bad Daddy Wolf wishing you all the best. Get out there. Enjoy those movies. Love you all. And I'll see you on the radio, baby. What happened to you? I don't remember. 
before I knew you, I didn't really know what I wanted in life. And then I met you and I feel like I'm going somewhere. And I don't even know where, but I just know I want to go there with you. Are you ready to tell us what happened to you? Were you alone? I said I don't remember. What I'm trying to say is, you're my person, Ruth. What is wrong with you? I love you, but people change. Someday, I'm gonna change. Maybe you'll love that new version of me. Maybe you won't. You okay? It's just I haven't been feeling like myself. Like myself. club pick for last week was the movie Significant Other, which is a Paramount Plus original, I guess, and we just happened to watch it when I was sick, and it was so good. We really enjoyed it, and so I just posted on the Instagram for anybody who had seen Evil Dead Rise and was looking for another movie uh, to watch this movie. So if you haven't seen this movie, again, and you want to watch it, just skip ahead a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spoiler alerts. So... What did you think, Nick? I thought it was so cool. I love any alien movie, and that's exactly what this turned out to be, and I did not see it coming. <laughs> so that was so fun. It was so fun. I really thought that they did a great job of pinning the guilt, if you will, on the girl. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, of being... They played it up like a girl off her meds who kind of went... Like, loco, if you will. Yes. Um, And she was, like, so weird the whole time anyway. So weird, so weird. Like, up until when he proposes to her, she was, like, kind of rude. Yeah. Like, she's kind of rude, but I guess she, like, has her thing, and they had talked about, like, not getting married, and, like, she, like, doesn't like the woods or... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, But... So they really set her up to be this really, like... I don't know, just not very likable character. Not very likable, yeah. yeah. She had this, like, encounter where she was, like, in the woods, and she, like, fell into this hole, and then she came out, and then she was just, like, really weird, and she had called her therapist. She was, like, fumbling around yeah. her, her medications and stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, she's, she, like, she's just not doing that good, right? Well, you kind of, and, yeah, and you kind of... They, the way they made that whole scene where she goes in the cave and then you don't see anything and she's like, <gasps> and then you don't see what you she's looking she, at. Oh, that's right. You yes. think a creature or something attacks her. Because then she, sure. he, he, the boyfriend who we like, he's mm-hmm. very likable. Mm-hmm. They set him up to be very likable, comes to find her and she's just like standing in the woods like weirded out by him, yes, weirded yes, yes, out yes, by yes, yes. everything. And then she ends up... So you, so in your head, you think, like, oh, something is going on with her. Yes. And he's totally normal and, like, so nice. He's, like, going about... She doesn't yes. sleep, like, a whole night. Yeah. You know? 
and then she boots him or she like kicks him off of the mountain. Yes. How crazy was that? And then he like splats on the bottom. Yeah. And you're like, oh, she's a monster. She's a monster. And then she just takes off running. And then these people find her and she's like, I don't remember what happened. I'm yeah, she banged her head or something. Yeah, home. and so you're like, oh, she's a monster. She's an alien. This must yeah. be a monster movie. She's an alien, whatever. Dun, dun, and dun. then you find out that it's the boyfriend. The boyfriend. She figured yeah. out that he was like an alien. Yeah, he came waltzing through the woods alive, hopefully yes. alive. And then had a blade as an arm. Yes. That was crazy. Yeah, and they set up the beginning really well because when they're at the little diner, the kid's like, did you see the red star last night? Because there is, like, something that crashes into the mountain. So you know that there's, like, an alien component. Right, right. Some kind of... mm -hmm. Um, But it's sort of comedy. Like, it's kind of funny. The whole personality of this alien, and he's like, I don't... I can't love you. Right, he's going through the emotions about love. Because he takes on the emotions of whoever he embodies, I guess. And he embodied this boyfriend. And right. so it's this whole thing between the alien wanting to kill her, but also, like, kind loving her. Kind of falling her. in love with her. Yeah, and her trying to escape. And then she sort of, in the end, manipulates this alien because she's so self-deprecating and mm-hmm. sad and depressed oh, right, right, right. that she uses it against the alien mm-hmm. and sort of, in this weird but oddly poetic roundabout way, ends yes. up confronting all of her, her issues. issues. Yeah through fighting this alien and then when she's like in the car leaving and I love all the asteroids like the asteroids like the UFOs crashing behind her or whatever landing yeah and she the alien channels through her radio like I'm gonna find you and she just shuts it off and it's almost like her leaving her great representation yeah her leaving her old self behind or something 100% so it's like kind of an oddly poetic movie and kind of funny. Yeah, they had a lot of comedy like components whittled in there. Especially with, like like you were saying, the alien character. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything specific, but he had a lot of like little times where he'd like put a little jab out there. It was just funny. Yeah, it was really good writing. Uh, um, A lot of you, when I did post about this, messaged me and said how much you enjoyed this movie. Because it's a kind of a sneaker. Like, you're like, oh, a Paramount Plus original? Like, what is this? Um... But really fun, really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good one. Good alien flick, for sure. This week's movie club pick is The Shape of Water that came out in 2017. I have never seen this movie. I know it's like a creature feature, I think. Um, But I wanted to pick it because it won a bunch of awards when it came out. I love Michael Shannon uh, as an actor. And... I'm always down for a creature feature. I don't know how it'll be. I've never seen it, but we're excited to watch it. Yeah, I'm. I'm really curious uh, how it's gonna how it's gonna be. It looks cool. It looks cool. It's it's Guillermo del Toro. So he's done a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, he's a very specific. He has a very specific style. So um, should be good. It's supposed to be a great movie. So this week's movie club pick is The Shape of Water. It came out in 2017. And be sure to watch it before next week's episode. And if you have feedback, you can now send it through the sundown966.com website. And maybe it'll be featured on next week's episode. Thank you all so much for listening to this show. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. And you can always follow my art on Instagram at cult.class. Thanks for listening.
This week's scary story is a story that I stumbled upon on allthatsinteresting.com when I was sick and scrolling through stories. And I have never heard about this, but it is a pretty strange story. And it is the green children of Woolpit. Most of the information I got is from allthatsinteresting.com. The story of the green children of Woolpit was recounted by two different chroniclers, the 13th century historian William of Newburgh and the 12th century abbot Ralph of Cogshell. But Newburgh and Cogshell both tell a similar story of how two green children appeared in the village of Woolpit. As the tale goes, the two children were discovered by villagers around the year 1150. The children were spotted crawling out of one of the pits meant for catching wolves that gave the village its name. Wool pit in Old English is wolf pit. Most startling of all, they were green. Not only were the children green and clad in strange clothing, but they also seemed to speak gibberish. The children were taken to a home of one of the villagers. The green children were offered food, but they refused to eat anything. After a few days of not eating, the green children of Woolpit discovered some green beans growing in a garden and eagerly gobbled them up. Before long, they reportedly took to eating the food the villagers offered them as well and began to lose the green tinge of their skin. Though the little boy grew sick and died, the girl seemed to flourish under the villagers' care. Before long, she mastered the English language and told people of Woolpit a strange story about their homeland. The girl, who took the name Agnes, according to ancient origins, eventually told the villagers that she and her brother had come from a place called St. Martin, but she wasn't sure how they'd ended up in Wool Pit. This is what she said. On a certain day, when we were feeding our father's flocks in the fields, we heard a great sound, such as we are now accustomed to hear at St. Edmund's, when the bells are chiming, she said. And while listening to the sound in admiration, we became entranced and found ourselves among you in the fields where you were reaping. So when I read accounts of this, basically this girl is saying that her and her brother somehow followed some kind of sound and were teleported or magically transported to the town or the village of Woolpit. And they just found themselves in these pits suddenly. Upon further questioning, she said that her country was Christian and had churches, but otherwise was quite different from England. She claimed that there was never daylight in their land, and it was always twilight. There has been a lot of speculation that she came from an underground land of some sort. Regardless, Agnes went on to live a pretty normal life after stumbling into Woolpit. No one has ever figured out where these children came from. Some people are adamant and believe that they came from outer space and that these children are your classic little green men. Other people think that maybe their skin was green because they were malnourished or there was something wrong with them uh, health-wise and maybe they were left to die, but that doesn't necessarily explain the gibberish language or the unknown language unless it was a language that maybe these people in England didn't understand. Some people say that, maybe it was Dutch or something, but um, regardless, they showed up, they didn't explain where they were from, they had green skin, they spoke an unknown language, and they never went back home to where they came from. And that is the story of the green children of Woolpit.
That is your scary story for this week. This week's movie club pick is The Shape of Water. Be sure to watch before our new episode next Thursday at noon, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I think that's all we got. That's it. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks for chilling with us. This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.